this Friday. Your favorite emotions are back on the big screen in Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. It's time to greet your Team Riley. It's anger. Let me at him. Fear. Safety checklist is complete. Disgust. Ew, ew. Ugh. Sadness is in the house. Oh, no. Hello, I'm Anxiety. I'm one of Riley's new emotions. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. There's a part two? We're going. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only theaters Friday. Get tickets now. Welcome to the Modern Homesteading Podcast. We have allowed ourselves to become so disconnected and ignorant about something that is as intimate as the food that we eat. Be prepared to grow your own for victory. I'm said I need somebody strong enough to clear trees and heave bales, yet gentle enough to yean lambs and wean pigs and tend to pink foam pullets who will stop his mower for an hour to splint the broken leg of a meadowlark. So God made a farmer. Hello and welcome to the Modern Homesteading Podcast. I'm your host, Harold Thornbro from smalltownhomestead.com. And it's day 12 of our 30 days of homesteading Q&A, where I reached out to some of the best bloggers and podcasters in the homesteading space to answer your questions about homesteading. And today we're doing something a little different. It, it may not be a directly a homesteading question, but I think it, it has application to homesteading. And today's question is, we do a lot of camping and even sit around a campfire quite a bit when we're at home. And we would like to get away from eating hot dogs all the time. Do you have any ideas on healthier meals we could be preparing over a campfire? And I like this question. You know, I posted a a picture of us sitting around the campfire on our Facebook page here a while back. And and this question came in. And, uh, you know, I thought it was a great question. It's something we do. Uh, We we love to camp. That's my my wife and I, uh, you know, when my kids were little and even now. That's been our thing. That's what we like to do. I mean, other than sitting in a tree stand or sitting along a bank with a fishing pole, uh, camping is one of my favorite things to do. So, yeah, it appeals to me, you know, to, to eat healthy over a campfire. So how do you do it? Well, today I reached out to a friend of mine, Tom Ballard and his wife, Chris, and uh, they have a podcast. Uh, it's the Tom and Chris Camping Podcast, and uh, their website's TomandChrisCamping.com. They're just, they have an excellent podcast. Tom's a good friend of mine and uh, they have a passion for camping. So uh, Tom, Chris, what do you say? What's some great ideas for uh, cooking healthy over a campfire? Tom Ballard here with my wife, Chris, from TomandChrisCamping.com. And and hello to the uh, Modern Homesteading Podcast listeners. Harold, we thank you for the question. The question was camping and we want to cook over a fire and we're getting kind of tired of hot dogs and the usual unhealthy stuff over a fire. How do you do camp out cooking and stay healthy? And we thought that was a really good question. And we will both take a little bit of a swing of an answer for you. Well, I think you can cook anything you want when you're camping. So it's going to take a little practice. You got to, or planning, you got to maybe cook ahead, have your menus all planned out. If you've got something that you know this is never going to work over a campfire, pre-cook it. You know, I go and think of some of the things that we have at home that you could easily wrap in foil. Oh, foil's like the camper's dream. Just set it near the fire, warm it up. Yeah, you can do anything healthy that you want to do. It depends on how much effort you want to put into it. 
you know, I, I go and think some of the meals we enjoy at home that would transfer over easy. One of those is sliced beef with zucchini, and then we put what Italian 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 dressing on it with some just, tomatoes and throw it on some pasta with a little parmesan. You call it Italian spaghetti. Just just a little Italian well, salad Italian dressing, stir fry. Yeah. I Italian guess it stir was. fry. You called that. Yeah. yeah, things like that. You could do that very easily. Wrap everything in foil, especially if you pre cook that meat at home. Just Throw it in the pan when you're cooking dinner. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Other meals, I mean, breakfast doesn't always have to be bacon and sausage. No, but I've seen stuff thrown in where it, and it's all wrapped in foil. You can put literally anything over that. I wish I could tell you how much time to put into this, but I have no clue. If you're brave enough to do it, try it in some foil. You know, there's, I think of, you can pre cook uh, bacon in a microwave. Oh, yeah. Whether or not bacon's healthy is another discussion. Well, the other thing is, like, if you're doing scrambled eggs or something, you can get real bacon bits in the salad area where they have salad dressings and things. I buy those things all the time. You get a jar of bacon bits, and they're real bacon bits. So the jar you buy is actual meat. There's no fat to it. Well, there's probably some because it's an actual meat product. But buy that stuff, throw that in with your scrambled eggs or whatever. You're going to get a really good bacon flavor, but you didn't have to deal with the bacon and probably 75% that's fat. I, I think of some of the things, especially when our kids were smaller, you wanted to keep breakfast affordable, but you still needed it to be easy. We used to do a lot of, we, we would have green peppers. And, you know, you can dice those green peppers up at home one night during the week when you're making dinner. Dice up an extra green pepper. But we would throw green peppers, maybe a little ham. Yeah. In with our scrambled eggs. That would be our yeah. breakfast. And I would use, I usually, especially with the kids, I would make, I would do baking before we went camping. We went with muffins. All that stuff would be made in advance. And, and we, I don't think we ever bought store-bought muffins to take camping. I think you made most of those. Yeah. Not everybody is going to want toast made over a fire. That's a little different kind of toast. It may or may not be everybody's cup of tea. But My thought is try what you want to do. Just give it a try. Or, you know, we, we bought those pie irons. We've yet to try them. But, it's, it, yeah, it's, it's but, an experiment. You know, it's like there's so much you can do. Never or very seldom had a burger. No, those are things, you know, you, you have a burger in your backyard over the grill. Now, I do have to admit, it is camping every now and then. You know what? It's not going to kill you every now and then. If that's what you want to do, throw a couple of hot dogs on a stick and then have some s'mores. Now and then it's not going to kill you. What's what's going to kill you is if your idea of camping is sitting around the fire all weekend eating garbage, drinking, and never getting any exercise. Right. And sitting on your phone and not interacting with your kids. That's a rotten camping trip, especially for those kids. If you want to eat healthy, plan ahead. Plan ahead, pre-cook if you need to, because you can always heat it up over the the fire. It still gives it the flavor maybe you want. And I, I'll go back to what we started with. Foil is your best friend, especially if you're just heating something up. Even if it's a frying pan, you can line it with the foil. Yeah. Pour whatever you're reheating into that frying pan or just set it in there and off you go. It makes cleanup easier. Yeah. We, we, when I think of our kids, we had normal meals. We'd have fun. Yeah. Lunch, lunch was usually something cold, just like you would have at home. Just sandwich. Or sometimes that was our hot dog. Oh, that could have very well been. With the kids. Sometimes that was our hot dog. Because every kid likes to stick a hot dog on a stick and put it over a fire. And cook it over the, kids just like to do that. 
hot dogs, uh, yeah, they're, some are not the best, but you can look. You get what find, you pay for. Exactly. You get what you pay for. The other thing I'll throw in on there is, is you know, now is your chance to, if, if you want to try your family out on some different kinds of fruits and vegetables, this might not be the time to spring a can of Brussels sprouts on them, but pack more fresh fruit. Pack more if you're going to, especially if you're going to be out hiking and doing things, uh, fishing, walking the wilderness, whatever it is you're going to be doing, town exploring. That's the time to introduce maybe a little more French or, or uh, fresh vegetables and produce, things they can snack on. Well, let your kids be involved in it. You know, let them prepare the the snack or the mixing up the nuts and the fruits and everything that they want to chew on. And if it's, if they want to throw in some chocolate chips, that's fine, or M&Ms or whatever. Let them that's throw okay a few in. Because they're also going to be eating the raisins or, you know, and we all know nuts are healthy. I'll tell you the things you want to avoid when you're buying your stuff for your camping trip. When, when you go into the grocery mm-hmm. store, stay away from the prepackaged donuts. I read the calories and the fat content on some of those oh, things. Yes. And I, I ran a bread route for a short time, and I, I refer to it as four months in hell. It was the worst <laughs> job I ever had, but I was in the grocery store stocking the grocery shelves of, of bread and donuts and baked goods. And I remember watching these fat old men come in for their fishing trips and their hunting trips and things, and they always went for these Oh, I'm trying to think of what they called them. They were a, a, a cake donut, but they were like a buttermilk donut and then this glazed sugary on them. Those things were almost all fat, and they were like 300 calories in a donut. Oh, yeah. If if, if you're going to buy prepackaged stuff, read the label. And this is true camping or not camping. If, if you're going to have a treat, I would much rather have a treat I'm going to enjoy more than you know, 270 calories of pure fat in a donut. Well, the other thing we found with our kids, things are a whole lot more fun when you're camping than they are at home. They would reach for carrot sticks and things like that much quicker when we were camping than they would than when we're home. Just a little more adventurous, yeah. But the biggest thing was if you plan ahead, and I worked, so it's not like I'm just sitting around doing nothing. I can cook ahead. I can bake ahead. We had three kids. Oh, yeah. And it was much more economical and healthier if we cooked ahead. And a whole lot more fun when you're there. Oh, yeah, because the one cooking doesn't want to spend all their time cooking either. No, not at all. And if you pre-cooked a few things, there's just a little less cleanup, a little less chance of something going bad because you didn't cook it in advance because the refrigerator or the ice didn't hold up long enough. You know, and that's the other thing to think of, too, is how long are you going to be out uh, but, no, I, I think those are some really good tips, and they help you. you know, that, that's kind of what we're about at Tom and Chris Camping. Keep it fun. Keep it simple. Keep it affordable. We want you to enjoy what you're doing. We don't want you to go out there and, and you know, spend a whole lot of money and eat garbage for four days. No. Nobody wins. No. Nobody does. So just plan ahead. We always went with a menu. We always knew what was we, on the next menu. You know, we're not real big on the checklist, but, yeah, we've always had a little bit of a of this is what we're going to eat, and, and we plan it. And we still do that now. It's a whole lot easier. Now it's just the two of us now, but it was a whole lot easier to know what's for breakfast when you planned ahead of time to take along some Greek Greek yogurt and, in our case, a couple of protein bars and things because we knew we were going to be in town and, and dining out. For us, yes. For us. But had we done that to our kids, they would have put us up for sale. <laughs> you know, it could be cereal and milk, but have some homemade muffins that you can make so much healthier. Than, and a whole lot less money. Right. And some fruit. And those were things that we found 
they were more apt to eat it while we were sitting in the tent trailer or pop-up or whatever you want to call it, wherever you live, than if they were sitting in our kitchen. Exactly. You you make it an adventure and you make it an experience. So, Harold, we thank you very much for your question. Uh, you, you can go to our website, TomandChrisCamping.com. That's Chris with a K. I'm sure Harold will put a link on the uh, website there at Small Town Homestead, and we'd love to hear from you. We thank you again for your question, and we will talk to you all again very soon. Oh, that's some great stuff. Thank you, Tom and Chris. Uh, excellent advice. More than just cooking over a campfire, just eating healthy at the campground, period. I love your I love your advice about preparing meals ahead of time, uh, even your snacks and everything, just preparing them at home and bring them with you. Um, you know, I agree. There's really nothing that we found that we couldn't cook. I mean, we even use a Dutch oven, so it, you know, and use the coals around it so we can even bake things um, at the campground. So really, there's you're not limited by anything. Um, if if it's something you enjoy, something you like to eat, it's healthy. Give it a go. Uh, I love the advice about using aluminum foil. We use a lot, quite a bit of aluminum foil as well when we're even cooking here in our backyard. We got a fire pit in our backyard, and we'll do it at home. Uh, one thing we love to do is use cast iron. We love the Dutch the Dutch oven. We love using our cast iron skillets. Um, they're just great over an open fire. There's all kinds of extra equipment you can buy uh, that helps you cook different things over a fire. And, you know, some of it's reasonably priced. Again, I would just say try it. There are ways. I love what Tom and Chris said um, about preparing ahead of time. There are so many things you can do to, to get those things ready at home, bring them with you, and then get them on the fire out there at the campground. So great advice. And you know what? It is one of our favorite things to do. It's a great stress reliever. We just love to gather around the fire. Now, why would I want to bring this question on here on the homesteading Q&A? Well, I think it has homesteading application, um, or at least preparedness application. I think it's important to know how to cook over, over an open fire because you never know when you're going to need that skill. And, uh, yeah, you could live on hot dogs for a while, but if it's going to be a while, you need to know how to eat healthy. So I think it is an important skill to have. I think it has homesteading and preparedness application. So I think it's a I think it's a relevant question. If you want to see the show notes for this episode and uh, get the links to uh, Tom and Chris's information, go to smalltownhomestead.com/campfirecooking. Make sure you join us in a couple days. We'll have another great question and answer coming to you. And until then, happy homesteading or should I say uh, happy camping. <laughs> God bless. Thanks for listening. To see the show notes for this podcast or listen to other podcast episodes, go to smalltownhomestead.com. There you can also read our blog, connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, and Google+, and take advantage of the many resources we make available to help you along in your homesteading journey. Please share this podcast and help us to carry out our mission of helping others to homestead today for a better tomorrow. Thank you.